Hello, I'm Kath McAloon. We start today with news from the livestock industry. One-time industry leader Elders is now officially out of the live export business. After flagging plans last year, Elders announced to the Stock Exchange this morning that it had successfully sold off its live export business, the Northern Australian Cattle Company, or NACC. Australian and Chinese-owned Zhoushan Fanda and the current managers of NACC are the new owners of the business. Elders Chief Executive Mark Allison says they'll keep supplying cattle to the live trade through a formal agreement with NACC and he says the new owners plan to expand the trade into China. They've uh, invested in uh, infrastructure projects uh, which will uh, complement uh, quarantine facilities and, uh, and importing of cattle into China. So they've got a strong network in that area in China. That combined with the uh, export of cattle from Australia you know, to make a, a nice integrated supply chain. And Australia's largest livestock exporter, Wellard Limited, has announced it will sell one of its ships to help pay off more than $16 million of debt. The livestock vessel Ocean Outback was built in 2010 at a cost of more than $40 million. It will be sold to an Israeli company for just under $35 million. Heading overseas to India, where a nationwide ban on the sale of cattle and buffalo for slaughter has sparked widespread protests and claims that millions of jobs will be lost if the government shuts down the nation's $4 billion export industry. With Indian buffalo meat emerging as a serious competitor to Australian beef in some export markets, the ban is being closely watched. But there are doubts over whether it will last. Beef agribusiness consultant and former head of the NT Livestock Exporters Association, Ross Ainsworth, doesn't think it will stay. Oh, the cattle trade is very tiny in India because it's always been a... Uh a restricted situation in terms of cattle and the buffalo has risen to be now the world's largest meat trade. So if you took that out of the system, hypothetically, it would be a spectacular disruption to the world meat trade. So I can't say that. Back home and as meat processors resist the introduction of new technology to assess the composition of cattle carcasses, research has found the x-ray equipment is far more accurate than measuring by hand. Expensive DEXA TEX machines are being rolled out in 90 Ausmead approved meatworks but processors have called for feasibility studies on the equipment. Associate Professor Graham Gardner at Murdoch University says the dual energy x-ray can predict the fat and lean meat content of the cattle with 88% accuracy. And also really robust. Um, The other test we did was to see whether there were abattoir factors that would influence the result. So things like spray chilling or not spray chilling or even carcass orientation when you scan it. And we've largely found that, that all of those factors don't influence the result at all. The research was funded by Meat and Livestock Australia and the Australian Meat Processing Corporation. In Victoria, the first medicinal cannabis oil produced from commercially grown cannabis plants in the state is expected to be ready by August. The Can Group has been issued the state's first commercial licence to grow the crop and has taken over plants the government had been growing as part of a trial. The group's chair, Alan McCallum, says it's rare to be part of the start of a new agricultural industry. It's something we've, uh, as a group, we've been working towards for the last three and a half years and it's uh, very significant because, if you like, it's the first steps in the the first real steps in the start of a new industry that'll make a difference to a lot of people, a lot of people's lives. So uh, there's two prongs there that I'm really proud to be part of. 
Food company McCain has announced plans to spend nearly $60 million to upgrade its potato processing plant at Ballarat in Western Victoria. The project is expected to increase production at the frozen chip factory by 25%. To Western Australia and crab fishermen have hailed this year's season as the best in a decade. The Shark Bay blue swimmer crab industry shut down for almost three years after a marine heat wave in 2011 and subsequent flood events reduced stocks to dangerously low levels. But after reopening in 2014, Peter Jex from Abacus Fisheries says the numbers and sizes of the crabs have returned and the bay is breathing again. The season has gone incredibly well. In fact, late in November the crabs started. We saw catches that were back in the mid-2000s. So it was great to see that the crabs have actually come back. It'll be fantastic to see a repeat next year. So we, we uh, sit with fingers crossed, but it certainly is looking good. For today, that's Rural News. For more rural news and features, head online to our website, abc.net.au forward slash rural.